Crack open the moon mist and spray it all over your pussy. The dark carnivals come to town. What do you do when they want to screw? Juggle them up with the gigolo girls. The (laughs) 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 All right, man. We're fucking talking about some uh, murders that have happened by way of ICP fans. Also known as Juggalos, the roving game gang that's plagued America for centuries. And as far back as the time of Jesus Christ, they've <laughs> roamed the dirty hills of the United States of America, implanting their seed from coast to coast and bringing an army of deadly clowns along with them. Recently observed by the Federal Bureau of Investigation as a tactical terrorist gang we're gonna find out why tonight on death metal dukes i always feel like a real big time fucking idiot doing it in in, uh not in the studio (laughs) yeah yeah we just hold like a sure microphone which is just like like you would use if you were a fucking singer of a band Uh and we sit next to each other yeah (laughs) it's just weird yeah it's a lot weirder in my in-laws fucking car yeah, yeah, because yours is broken because you are a failure. Yep. Your mind's like also driving my grandparents' truck right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're cool, man. <laughs> Fucking be- making big money. Miracles. Uh, that's a tight Insane Clown Posse song. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, we decided to do the Insane Clown Posse investigation unit this week because uh we wanted to, we're gonna do ted bundy i guess we just teased you with that one last week yeah and after we said that we found out that uh mark the producer of the show with all the good recording equipment that puts everything on youtube is out of town on business because he's got an adult fucking job meanwhile i make gay 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 ice cream <laughs> gay cream <laughs> man uh it's been a wild week for you, dude. You're the yeah. fucking hero of the day, so to speak. Man, I guess. I really, man. That was fucking, uh, it just, it happened the right way, man. Fucking JT Haverstadt and Joe Sib, I owe them a lot, man. Some cool shit. I think you gotta talk louder, for one. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you don't know what Buddy's talking about by just saying names and not giving out references to my home run fucking setup by calling you the hero of the day he uh let's say you're new to the podcast and you don't know that buddy works with uh indigent youth <laughs> is that the right word uh that's the, like uh just at at risk youth uh kids in foster care kids that get taken away from their parents or kids that just can't act right so we yeah, house all that yeah so you had a new kid come in and they told you their favorite band was metallica yeah and in a passing conversation you told the kid that metallica was playing in little rock the kid got excited, and then you got on the fucking horn. Yeah. And then uh, our friend JT got you backstage passes to yeah. go see uh, Metallica with Jim Brewer. Dude, I would be so mad if I had to sit in a fucking room with Jim Brewer. <laughs> yeah. Man, he was he was actually really nice. We we met him. We didn't meet anybody from Metallica, but the kid got to play some some of his some of their instruments and. We got to see all kinds of cool shit, like demo tapes that they sent to record companies and just all the old shit. Like, it was pretty cool, man. And that he probably was, blew that fucking kid's mind. His mind was fucking blown, he? man. He was 13. Oh, shit. And he is having a rough fucking time, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just met him in one day, and then the next day we were watching Metallica, man. And it was it was really cool, man. Like I said, Joseph and JT Haversat, they, they came through, man. Uh, I really appreciate him for that shit. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking shout outs, podcast. That's what you do on podcasts. Yeah. Fucking shout outs. Yeah. Uh, if your bitch ass lives near Hot Springs, Arkansas, that guy JT will be here with my dumb ass. Uh, was it Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. All right, bitch. You could come to the Loki Art Center. I feel hostile in this car, dude. Do you? Yeah, man. Yeah, because you, you said it's like a ni- like 90s Jay-Z shit. Yeah. So, like, I just want to put the fucking... Yeah, I shit? feel like I'm about to fucking slide through and do yeah. fake crime. Because you know that that guy for sure never did a crime before. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely yeah. no way. Yeah, my fucking, uh, my fucking in-laws let me borrow their Mercedes SUV from, like, 1998 or some shit. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, crap. You, <laughs> you got, you're got you out here pimping? I was like, no, man, this shit's about to break down, too. Somebody <laughs> accused you of pimping? <laughs> yeah, man. Sir, I'll have you know. If I was listening to ICP, I guess since I would probably be the best-looking male ICP fan, Yeah, I could probably be pimping some big, huge... Clown ladies. I mean, I gotta tell you, after I looked at all these criminals, uh, Juggalos walk among us in ways that you wouldn't expect. Oh, you, yeah. would, you would think that, I mean, what you're looking for is like uh, a fat 30 something year old man with giant jeans. Yeah. Uh, like a fishnet shirt and an ICP t shirt over it. Pro- possibly, probably a dog collar. Yeah. And uh, Heelys. Yeah. Heelys are a good look for a Juggalo. Soaps. Soaps, Never any know. type of any type of action shoe you could put on your feet, any yeah. shoe that has an extra action to it. If you're like gonna grind a rail to the great Malenko, <laughs> you know whatever. Uh, and speak this. Speaking of the great Malenko, <laughs> we uh, apologies for the fucking YouTube reviews because we were we were picking up steam. Yeah, and then uh, we had a fucking technical problem, and I I literally know nothing about any yeah. equipment, so. <laughs> Um, yeah, so she went sideways, so we'll hopefully be back to him fucking next week. Because I just don't want to put out dog shit, like, filming it with a phone camera. Yeah, yeah, And plus, sure. the camera on my phone doesn't work, so. Yeah, mine's you know I mean? fucking stupid, <laughs> so. Yo, uh, I was fucking, you, you said something about doing ICP-related crimes, and I just thought instantly that there wouldn't be enough. Yeah. Like, what brought us to that conclusion, this shit wasn't a crime at all. And it's been around the internet for so long. I'm sure everyone's seen it, but you brought up how the ju- those Juggalo parents like had a baby, yeah, and it fucking died of SIDS or whatever, yeah, and they buried it in a styrofoam cooler that they shaved down to look like a goddamn coffin, Holy and put shit. insane clown posse related stickers and paraphernalia in and around the coffin, yeah. and then buried it in front of their Juggalo family. And so, and it got media attention, so the parents are like interviewed on camera. Yeah, I mean, I I did that because I was making some memes. I posted that today. Yeah, you're a big was, meme man. You've been fucking I've memeing, been memeing it up. It up but I was thinking about some funny shit, and then like that popped up in my head. I was like, oh my god, I forgot all about this shit. Yeah, I did too. And it that was a fucking high point in internet history. Man, had a lot of fun with that video. I'm not saying it's funny because that baby died. I'm just saying that's just some fucking weird shit. Yeah, I mean, that it's look. I mean, it's always a tragedy when a child dies. That's something you have to say. But let's yeah. be honest with everyone involved. Yeah. The, the, everyone's better off. Yeah. Like, that kid was good. If he was going to end up in your care, yeah. one, for yeah. sure. <laughs> There's no way that those fucking Fago, Red Cola, Moon Mist, 
peach fucking knee high drinking mongoloids. We're gonna raise that kid well, I the mean, right way. How the fuck are, are you not like at Walmart and you see them and you're like, "There's a 400 pound woman with purple eyeshadow on <laughs> and fucking stinky ass looking teeth and fucking ICP gear." How do you not call DHS? You gotta call DHS. Yeah, you gotta look like, out for kids, man. They can't be Juggalo kid is a bad place to be at. Yeah. And I, another thing I'll say about the Juggalo is that surprisingly. Pretty fucking cool type of person. Yeah. You know, you're like, it's something that you really want to shit on because uh, it, it just kind of takes, like, all the most unsavory elements of new metal. No new metal involved. That's another thing is that I was fucking shocked the first time I heard ICP. I absolutely expected them to sound like corn. Yeah, me too. And then it was, like, uh, early 90s style rap Yeah, uh, over carnival music yeah uh, it's it's its own thing respect to that i've had a lot of fucking juggalo friends big shouts to my guy phil turner who was a lifelong juggalo i'm sure still probably rides for it in some circles yeah i can't remember if he got a hatchet man tattoo or not i don't oh think so my God. well I, he grew out of it before tattoos but i feel like i just can't remember i hope he does that'd be tight he's an old motherfucker if he grew out of it before tattoos how old is uh, he? He's my age, dude. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you thought he meant like old. before no, tattoos. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, before tattoos were invented. The ICP has been around since the fucking dawn of time. Just harvesting within the fucking pyres. They used to of call the core them of the earth gypsies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what is this fucking <laughs> dark eye shadowed beast from this caravan withering towards me with a proposition <laughs> and every gypsy was just speaking in fucking like malenko riddles yeah man because they always thought that it was like some fucking curse yeah. but they were really like the carnival's dark the plans get made coming to my trailer because your kids are gonna be gay <laughs> you remember that movie thinner that stephen king movie yeah gypsies you know and like the guy gets cursed because he actually hits that lady with the car and the guy comes up and he's like thinner because the guy's fat right 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 and he turns he gets all skinny but i think yeah. their curse is like fat and then yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get all huge yeah but i've always had like some uh misconceptions about juggalos it's, it's just an off-putting appearance but everyone like seriously everyone i've ever been around which isn't a ton always a super nice fucking person yeah and that's kind of their fucking shit too is just being nice to everybody. That's part of, like, the Juggalo way of life. So you can't really shit on that too much. No, the, is man. the music bad? Sure. But uh, so is a lot of fucking things that I like. Yeah. Uh, I got, well, the first time I was proved wrong for sure about Juggalos, I used to work this fucking job. I lived in Colorado Springs. It was, like, this House of Blues offshoot. And, uh, like, one of the things I had to do was help load in bands. And the two, like, designated load-in stagehand guys, one of them's name was uh was nate which is a normal name but he was like nate dog but he was white you know yeah the other guy's name dude i remembered it today it's something fucking ridiculous mateo mateo but he was like brazilian or some shit but they they were they were all the way geared out like they they wore uh not like acu cargo but like big ass baggy cargo oh shit like but like the bright colors you know yeah and then uh like just fucking hoodies Visors, spiked necklaces, bracelets, juggalo tattoos were like they were in deep, but all but like that dude Nate liked all types of good metal, and then you wanted to hate him like on site on site the first thing you want to do is hate him and they knew it they knew that everyone hated him yeah. and then they were just so fucking cool they just came through 
like the resiliency yeah. of their characters shown through all the jugglery. And at that point is when I was like, man, you just like that is honestly one of the first times in my life because like I'm such like I'm, I'm I'm making like a very small living off of what a fucking piece of sh- the way my brain works where I'm just a piece of shit. Yeah. And like immediately dissect every person and have 30 terrible things to say about them right away. You know, that was one of the first times I was probably like 17, 18 when this shit happened that I had to sit back and just think to myself like. Yo, that fucking worn out, don't judge a book by its cover shit, something to it. Yeah, for sure, man. There's there's good people in the world, even though they don't look good, you know? I mean, I guess I would be part of that whole thing. I fucking wish. Yeah, you look like a juggalo a lot of the time. Do I? It's, yeah, I mean, to the untrained eye, dude. I guess, yeah. I mean... Well, all right. Uh, I was last Halloween, not not like the year before last, when we did uh, course paint, yeah. So we could do the podcast, yeah. Afterwards, I uh, I had the course paint on, and we were like trick or treating, and this fucking car full of like uh, older than teenage girls. They were big. They were all three big. <laughs> <laughs> they pulled up next to me, and I'm like with my kids. And they roll their window down. And they go, "Hey, man!" I looked over, and they go, "Nice costume." And it sounded a little bit sarcastic, but I was like, thanks. And then they go, not! And I was like, oh, you fat fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but then, uh, you know, Jackie was like, no, they thought that you were, like, an ICP fan. I was like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, right. Kind of similar, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're into some dork-ass fucking shit. Either way, you yeah. shake a spoon at it. Dude, people have been completely outraged by the Lords of Chaos trailers that have been coming out. Yeah. It's like, yo, where did you, who are you in your life where you sat around and looked at the second wave of black metal and in your brain were just like, yo, these motherfuckers grew up in the iciest tundras (laughs) and the hardened path of the satanic tradition and were not normal teenagers and in no way ever did anything embarrassing and trudged through the trenches of black metal warfare into the fires of black metal adolescence and fucking took up the war for Satan and spread across the world. Like, nah, dude, they're all teenagers. Yeah. And they're all big-time dorks. Every fucking teenager, including me and Chris, when we were teenagers, we were fucking dorks. You were a dork? It's There's no way around it. There's no way around it. And everybody's shitting on it. And I watched the trailer. I was like, it looks cool. You know, the, the dude from Dismember directed it. Yeah. It's like, well, y'all. I'm gonna go see it because y'all don't want me to see it. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. It's an old slap in the face. That's a fucking. I'm that's make, a teenage take from you. Yeah, man. I don't know that I want to. I don't like. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't favor the Lords of Chaos book. Nah, I don't as either. we've discussed, because it's uh, bullshit. Yeah, it's a little bullshit. It's a fun. I, I mean, it looks. I'll definitely watch that motherfucker and stream yeah, it. Yeah. But uh, the the. Just the people involved in black metal, as we've always discussed, is a degree of nerdism that stretches beyond parallels that an Insane Clown Posse fan could ever reach. Because those Insane Clown Posse fans are getting together in fields, taking drugs, and having sex with each other. Yeah, that's cool. Black metal fans are sitting in basement and cutting wrists. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not doing anything fun. Yeah. That's like the whole... And also, the things that you listen to 
and stick in your brain. It's usually like Brazilians and shit like yeah. that. It's always like some weird fucking Eastern European broken English that's real mad about that shit. But it's like, it's like, yo, when that dude was like, there's no fun in blackmail, that motherfucker was 16 years yeah. old. Shut up. Yeah. Just have fun. Juggalos are having fun. You know, the, the soundtrack to those emo kids and then the second wave of black metal kids, the only difference is the soundtrack. Yeah. That's the same shit. Yeah, well, one of them, you're just like, yo, it's hard to get pussy. The other one, you're just like, look, I've completely given up on this pussy shit and yeah. delved deep into the fires of hell where once I die, perhaps a burning demon bush will await my erect penis. <laughs> and those are <laughs> Hawthorne Height lyrics. Those are fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going with the... Uh, that, that was the black metal one. Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll jump into the fucking Juggalo crimes. Like I said, dude, surprisingly a lot. I had to trudge through about 20 of them. I figured I would just type in, like, Juggalo crimes, and it would be one or two fucking compiled things. Uh-huh. Uh, th- I mean, th- no other way to explain it than to just do it. I'm th- all I wanted to do is just preference with, preface with, Juggalo's a good person, by and large. That's part of their code. Okay. The last thing about Juggalo's being good people, because I wanted to have a few things just to make it fair and balanced here, okay. is that uh, that dude, Violent J, uh-huh. the fucking, the main dude, mm-hmm. the main Juggalo, Oh, uh, yo, also, Shaggy 2 Dope tried to dropkick Fred Durst this year. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about Fred Durst, but it's just fucking funny. Yeah, that's cool, In man. general. But that dude, Violet J, uh, his celebrity net worth is fucking $29 million. Mm-hmm. Think about that. That's a lot. That's a lot of, of goddamn money. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is he doing today, now, right now? Dude, his daughter is a furry. But like a, but she's like a, t- a kid, but doesn't like it. It's like, yeah, I know you're raising your eyebrows with good reason because I think furry is some weird type of sex shit. Yeah, but it's like a, it, but it's just a kid that likes the costumes. Okay, and uh, she bought a fucking costume from like a well-known furry place, and it was not what she wanted, and they tried to dispute it, like a, like a, you know, it's like if you buy something, it's not what you want. You just send a fucking email like, yo, let's change it out. If that was done, no problem. But I guess they were shitty to her. So Violent J, who is like probably a D-level celebrity, right? I would say most people in their 30s shown a picture of Violent J and makeup would know exactly who he is. Yeah, pro- yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in makeup, in character, makes a fucking YouTube video to this. And, and not only a YouTube video, but like an entire universe built around his daughter getting shit on by this company that's fucking cool man yeah it's like scam busters like he made a fucking pretty decent video and it just put his celebrity and credibility on the line to make his fucking kid happy. is he wearing makeup when he's doing yeah it? tight yeah he is violent J in the thing okay like he uh respect man you know that's Kids pretty cool are, man uh, we're both fucking dads as you know if you're a listener and you, you, you can, uh, there, it can often be embarrassing. Is the reality of it is fucking having children in certain places. Yeah. And to and if you're known as a psychopathic murder rapper, and you're willing to go on YouTube where you know the videos give, I mean, shared billions of times. Yeah. And do that, you're a fucking, you're an all right guy. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, 
I don't think that Dennis Rodman would do some shit like that. You know what I mean? No. But here's fucking Violent J putting it out there, man. Yeah, that's cool, man. Here's some bad ones. <laughs> we got uh, the first Juggalo murder. Now, when I went through these and I started picking out crimes, I tried to get... Because as soon as you say Juggalo, it's very easy to dismiss anybody as that that has insane clown posse paraphernalia in their room if they committed a crime, right? I tried to get dedicated, committed, juggalo family type of juggalos. Uh, the first case, this guy, when he was arrested for this, the reason why I put him down as a ride or die juggalo, this is in the MySpace days, and all over his fucking my they had, they had Facebook too, but it was talking about MySpace. All over his MySpace, juggalos from around the world poured out support to this juggalo brother. Tight. Confirmed juggalo. This is... The murder of Kelsey Shannon, which it starts off super gross because her murderer is 18-year-old Alex Pacheco, and she is 13. That's a bad move to have an 18-year-old dating a 13-year-old. Yeah. Supposedly, the parents, after this whole ordeal, said that they thought Pacheco was 14, and once they found out his real age forbade Kelsey from seeing him anymore, which uh, seems kind of likely. There's a cut, like, the reason that he says... He killed her, and what actually happened don't quite match up, but I, I, it seems like they weren't talking when it happened. So I can understand where there was some type of separate here. Now, Kelsey disappeared on the afternoon of October 14, 2008. Body was found a few months later, January 21, 2009, in a drainage ditch at the northeast intersection of Lowell Boulevard and West 136th Avenue. This is uh, Colorado, by, like real close to a suburb of Denver. Um... Less than 24 hours later, Pacheco was arrested. As soon as they identified that the body was her, she had been missing the entire time. He had been a suspect the entire time because when she disappeared, she was scheduled to testify against him in a theft by receiving case, which uh, her punishment doesn't fit the crime. I mean, of course, code of the streets is if somebody snitches on you and you're in a serious crime lifestyle, you got to kill them. Yeah, that's the code of the streets. Yep. Watching too many fucking Al Pacino movies. You know what I'm saying? For That's sure. what happens. You get wrapped up in a lifestyle. Too many C-Murder records come across your CD player. Now, St. Clown Posse, big proponents of murder. Yeah. Uh, lyrically. But uh, they're more on the death metal side of things. They're not actually implicating you to go out and murder a snitch. However, that is what Alex Pacheco decided to enact. Now, the case that he was on trial for is, uh, I don't know why the fuck I keep saying now, like I'm on fucking NBC or some shit. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, tonight in the news, I get, I get like, ticks every once in a while, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every once in a while I hit on something, and it just continues. Uh-huh. And then when I recognize it, it calms down. So that's it. Just try to stop saying fucking now. Now. That's what I call gay sex. The 90s. <laughs> Man, I see. Dude, I've been doing, uh, <laughs> I hate to take a break from this, but I gotta pull this shit out. Because I start, we were listening to like uh, '90s ass shit uh, in the kitchen at work, and I just started fucking doing like like gay sex lyrics to '90s stuff. Of course, I mean that not from a derogatory place, but I just kept fucking doing it over and over. And I was like, oh, last night texting all this stupid shit to Jerry with fucking '90s songs. So here, here's a great one. I want you to fuck my fucking ass, gay sex. 
You can fuck guys and get cream pie to not get pregnant. And if you want to come suck my dick again, I will fuck your ass. Man, that's good. You know what song that is, dude? <laughs> yeah, man, that's fucking uh, Third Eye Blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- okay. this is my fucking, nah, that's what I call gay sex. He's <laughs> a dude. I got more. Uh, you, I'll do it and you tell me if you know the song. <clears throat> Today is the gayest day I've ever known. Can't wait till tomorrow when men can fuck my holes. I'll come my eyes out. Is that Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, all right. Same band, see if you know the song. <clears throat> I used to fuck our little boy. His ass filled with goop. He's coming in me and he's coming in you. Fuck his ass, that dirty Jew. Send my nut over to you. My cum. A hole in me is fucked. Fucked. <laughs> Man, I know the name of the song. It's, I don't even know the name of like it. It's like fucking... Uh, disarm. Yeah. It's Disarm. Yeah. And then the last special pumpkins I had, I guess I just got on a kick of that. Loneliness is gay-ass sex, and gay-ass sex is real tight shit, and shit comes from where I put my... P. <laughs> God damn it. Man. Wanna butt fuck some guys? Dude, I just. I was laying in bed, man, and I couldn't fucking go to sleep. Let me see if I had. Oh, yeah, dude. I had. Uh, <clears throat> Clearly, I remember fucking the boy. Seemed a harmless, fun ass fuck. Who but he unleashed a lion, gnashed his teeth, and came 157 grams. Come and fuck my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy had gay sex today. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that was fucking uh, burning them out, dude. Uh, well, that, oh, yeah, dude. The that's fucking Pearl Slam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. The, uh, the, the culmination was, Mama said, have gay sex. I'm going to have gay sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, man, I forgot which one this one is. Uh, man. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, dude, they, all right, here's a uh, dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. I'm your butt, make you come. I'm your dick, make men suck. I'm your balls for dudes to lick. You know gay sex is cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Oh, man. We'll get back on track with this juggle lotion. <laughs> <Shit. laughs> genius. Yeah, dude. I just got on a fucking kick. I just I need a band, dude. That's what I need. Oh, I know so many musicians. We just need to come out with... And you could span all the now, that's what I call musics with fucking now, that's what I call a gay sex, anything. <laughs> Volume 69. <laughs> well, back to the murders. So we got fucking uh, 18-year-old Alex Pacheco. Uh, yeah, so when he got caught for this shit, which of course is right away, it's like there's literally no other suspects. You're an 18-year-old that's been creepily dating a 13-year-old behind their parents back, telling him you're 14, and he looked like a little kid. Like, I yeah. get it. I get it, you know? But this is, uh, uh, like, th- that sketches me out. It's like I had to verify all my fucking kids' friends when they yeah. get to the teenage age. Like, bitch, let me, where's your mom at? Don't come to my house unless I can confirm your goddamn age. 
Bro, literally choke slam your whole family. Yeah, there's a bunch of shit like that that happens where I work at, where it's like, yeah, my boyfriend's 25. It's I like, don't like what the, the fuck, yeah, what's going man? on here? But that's like <sighs> manipulation shit, though, right? You just it's find, gotta be man. like where yeah, you're finding like they're finding like a fucking unfortunate kid, and then preying on it, which sucks. Uh, and 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 that's clearly what happened here in this case. This dude's a for sure predator because uh, what what happened is that. He got her to come outside, started strangling her, c- carried her off in the woods, stabbed her, and then had sex with her dead body, which is a very juggalo thing to do, which is basically what he blamed it on. You know, his fucking um, defense attorney and him, they basically knew that they were going to go down for it, uh, pled guilty, t- tried to do insanity, but they like got rid of that and made a plea deal. Uh, he's only he was 19 at the time of the trial. Made a plea deal where he only got 48 years in prison, which for like the necrophilia case is insane to me. Yeah, like, be, and especially considering it was a 13 year old. So I mean, he got tried as an adult and did that much time, but you know, it, he's gonna be like fucking 60 when he comes out. And I don't know when. Like I, I think it was 48 without the possible. Yeah, no possibility of parole, but still, that's fucking insane to me that he's gonna because he, he'll probably be alive, right? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, jail's hard, but... Unless, uh, somebody gets a hold of him. Yeah. It's usually how it goes, man. They try to segregate him now, but a lot of guards, uh, they figure... They read those files, and they find out what the fuck they're in for, man, and sometimes they just, uh, overlook some shit, you know? Yeah, it's a good move. You know, uh... But, yeah, so when he got a... And when when they went through everything, the reason, uh, that none of that shit stu- stuck is because he bragged about the shit on the internet, you know? Then this is before, like the deep skynet shit that's going on but still all he had to do is pull up his social media accounts and he was bragging uh to his fucking juggalo friends online he had a a file on his computer which uh he tried to hide and he of course labeled it kelsey.doc which was just a, a diary that he had made throughout the course of dating her which seems like a fucking weird thing for an 18 year old to do a computer diary but, uh, yeah, we, probably good, though, because no one keeps their fucking thoughts private anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this kid would have just put this as a Facebook status. I love the thought of necrophilia, which uh, is not a good look once you committed it. Yeah. And you previously said that. It's not going to shake out good for you. And uh, then he, he went on to say in his diary, the dead body never judged him, played games with him, or hurt his feelings. Then to himself, he said, you're sick, Alex. Killing is second nature to you, and you tried to tell her that. Which uh, was like a way that they tried to say that he was talking to himself in past tense as a mental problem. Like Fletch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this kid, it was actually just Chevy Chase in disguise. That fucking <laughs> kill. He's good at that shit. If you, if you haven't seen Fletch, he's a master of fucking disguises. <clears throat> yeah, dude. And also, if a motherfucking child, 13 year old, killing is second nature to me. You haven't killed anybody, guys, so. Doesn't really matter, but yeah, he just fucking kept running his mouth. Uh, everyone that he talked to, fucking rolled on him. Uh, he had a fucking friend. So the original char- this shit's hilarious to me. The original charge that he caught for uh, receiving of of stolen property. So him and his fucking friend set up this kid at Seven Eleven, where they used to go and enjoy Slurpees every day. Yep. One particular friend Slurpees every day. Fucking distract this kid, steal his bike, then take the bike and take parts off of it. 
did that, rode the bike around town, got caught while drinking a Slurpee by the kid's dad for having the parts of his bike on his bike. That's where he got the charge from. Told the same fucking Slurpee pal about the murder, and they were going to fill up a barrel. This is all on MySpace chat, Uh Messenger. uh, That they were going to fill up a barrel with bleach and Coca-Cola, put the body in it, and it would disintegrate everything but the teeth. Oh, so they just Scientific bleach geniuses. and Coca-Cola. Yeah, that's it. Makes a pig. That's like a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a, 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 a old abortion recipe. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, just douche it out with bleach and coke, and that'll take <laughs> oh care of that God. shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and then uh, what? What were they gonna do with the teeth that were left over? They'll smash them with a sledgehammer and scatter them throughout Colorado. Terrific, fucking man. They're plan. just gonna drive town to town. Yeah. Toothdust. <laughs> fucking stupid. That's a cool juggalo name, dude. Toothdust. Tooth yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's what's left. <laughs> it's me, Toothdust, finding dogs, make them bust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't got no tweet, but I'll be your dog queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude. Every time we got to do a car. podcast in a car, I'm fucking sick, man. Yeah. It's okay, though. It's crazy how fucking much I've been getting sick this year, dude. Yeah, man. I'm physically fucking taking care of myself. doesn't make any goddamn sense. I don't know, man. When I was fucking just being a fat piece of shit, I wouldn't get sick at all. Yeah, you, can, you gotta continue it. You just gotta eat. Uh, go, go back to fatten? Terrible shit. Oh, man. I've been, I exercise every fucking day. I don't eat like the best, dude, but like it doesn't really matter as much fucking weights as I lift. Yeah. Uh, I, you would just think, I mean, and I, tr- I tell people all the time, like, yo, if you want to fucking get your shit together, get the exercise, bitch. Yeah, man. Uh, but uh, I'm oh, telling like, you right now, I, this is like the fifth time I've been fucking sick yeah. this year, dude. Yeah. I don't know, man. All strong motherfuckers just eat whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much do, bud. I know, man. Just, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I've been drinking like a fucking gallon of milk a day, my guy. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why you're all fucking caved up. Yeah, it could chest. be. That's a good thing to think It's all, you know, that's like 90% young. mucus. Milk is. Mucus? Yeah. It's cow mucus, 90% of it. No, dude. I swear. No. Man. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> 90%? 90% of milk delicious is. milk is just snot? Yeah, dude. Yo, I hope that's wrong. Uh, I wish it was. I'm not going to have a classic argument with you right now and look into it, but I'm fucking really... That's why you get congested, man. Because <laughs> I'm just drinking fucking cow fucking books. Yeah, dude. No, baby, no. All right. The next one we're going to talk about is a U.S. Army veteran, Michael Gauchet. He was brutally stabbed to death February of 2009 in Price, Township, Pennsylvania, which is an area known as the Poconos. That's a fancy New York fucking vacationing spot. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. They always talk about the show on like Seinfeld. Like, yeah, we're going out to the Poconos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two fucking juggalos came together. Sean Freemore, a.k.a. Skippy Critter. <laughs> 19 years old and Ian Seagraves, a.k.a. Throat Stabba. Throat is THR. Zero WT. Throat Stabba. 17 years old. That's a throat fuck video name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love to watch that, dude. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, we yeah. used to, when me and Buddy used to have to drive across 
these beautiful states overnight, <laughs> and I'd be tired of shit. I would look over and be like, man, I'm tired. And Buddy would go, up. Oh, let me fire up a throat fuck video. <laughs> and just fucking, it would make me so mad, but it would keep me awake, dude, because he would just be next to me fucking <laughs> watching that type of porn where they're just like, barf everywhere. Like, dude, fucking stop. It's not, <laughs> it's not very hot to me, but it's funny as fuck, yeah. man. I, I mean, it. It, it definitely made me mad enough to be awake for a few more minutes for sure. Putting Got the, me through some long nights. Putting your boots on them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's (laughs) (laughs) fuck. (coughs) Great man, another fucking cough cast. Yo, uh, so again, when you have a murder, you got a victim who can't tell their fucking story. So then you have to rely upon the prosecution to come up with a version of the events, the defense to come up with a version of the events which is usually going to be based upon their client's version of events. Obviously, the cliche saying is a cliche for a reason. Generally, that's that's what happens. There's the truth. Right. Somewhere in the fucking middle of all this shit. Fortunately for us, we can probably find it in the lyrics that Ian Seagrave composed to his rap song. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, basically, what happened here is that uh, Michael Gaucher, he was in the Army. He had just gone to Iraq, I believe, came back to town. He's 21 years old. Uh, Him and Skippy Critter (laughs) were going to meet up to fuck. Uh, They just answered an online personal. And they basically, Skippy Critter, uh, Sean Freemore, admitted in under oath that he was uh, a homophobe. Okay. Like, he hated gay people because he thought about gay sex from time to time. Just no way to live your life. Uh, enjoy yourself. Yeah, man. If you like, if you want to have sex with men, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. If I, I would love to feel that way. <laughs> Just, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but, you know, this is what happens when you repress yeah. yourself. Which is not part of the juggalo ethos at all. Yeah. The juggalo credo is all people... Sexes, races, orientations, welcome yeah. to the dark carnival. Whoop, whoop. Oh, God. But Skippy Critter wanted to lash out, wanted to murder somebody, took ICP lyrics to fucking heart way too many times, killed the man with a meat cleaver, uh, had lyrics from the song Meat Cleaver printed out. Oh, wow. Which I didn't do that because the guy, this uh, throat stabber wrote his own lyrics, so we'll go with that. Uh, But, yeah, so his defense was basically that he had met up with Michael Gaucher before to play video games. They were meeting up again, and uh, Ian wasn't there at all. Ian got himself in trouble because he, Freemore was a good friend and did not implicate uh, throat stabber, a.k.a. Seagraves, in the crime at all. Okay. He took the blame for the whole thing. He said that Gaucher, the army guy, picked him up. Uh, they, he thought they were going to go play. Then the guy started coming on to him. He said no. The guy tried to rape him. So Gaucher, who as a juggalo, always carried a motherfucking hatchet-type utensil with him, yeah, stabbed Gaucher uh, and kept going. And now the problem with this is that Gaucher was stabbed only in the head and neck 50 times with a meat cleaver. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
that's not uh, – it's like Varg, the reason why he yeah. got in trouble. Because he claims self-defense. We stabbed Euronymous 23 times. Now here, Skippy Critter bested Varg double. Sort of hacking. Hacked away at the guy. Um, then what Seagraves implicated as himself, <clears throat> not the car story, but they were in the woods, and he was going to Freemore's house. Heard noise under a bridge along the way, which does add up because this is where the body was found at. Heard a noise, went to investigate, saw his friend had already stabbed this guy a bunch of times. His friend handed him the knife and said, do it, he's already dead. And so one time, Seagraves stabbed him on the throat, which would explain the bloody clothes that Seagraves had. Damn. So the middle of all that, probably the truth. Brought up in court the reason why throat stabber Ian Seagraves got sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. <coughs> My son was, oh, oh yeah, no, no, before I get to the rap part. His fucking, one thing that fucks Seagraves is because, like, he spoke up and said that he was there. I'm, I'm fucking up. Sorry. We're one. Okay. Just, just a second. One other thing besides the lyrics that fucks Seagraves in court uh, that all the jurors went, to, went on to talk about, because this was, like, a highly publicized thing. Uh, you know, it's 2009, and people were worried about juggalos. Yeah. And especially in, like, a small, this is, like, a wealthy area. So they were thinking that this fucking rabid gang had come to town and started causing problems. Uh-huh. You know, just a satanic panic type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so his mother testified and gave interviews that said basically her son was home every night that week playing video games, doing the same shit that he regular did. He was already on probation. He was cool and casual. Nothing ever changed about him. So there's no way he could have done it. Well, because of his fucking cold calmness after murdering somebody or seeing a murder, either way, the jury didn't like that. And then they got into his lyrics and uh, they go, here's the highlights. He thought he'd get laid, but with his blood, he paid. When they came under, I was sitting in the dark cover. He sat next to me. I went and stabbed this motherfucker right into his neck, and I stabbed him in the head. We checked, but he started running. This motherfucker wasn't dead. My homie chased him down the street and ran towards the light, but nobody saw him. It was the middle of the night. His fright was showing. Motherfucker started pleading. He was all lightheaded because his throat was bleeding. Damn. Yeah. Sick. I try to wrap that in the fashion What's of the insane clown posse. What's his name? That's uh, Throat Stabber. What's the other guy's name? Skippy Critter. <laughs> that sounds like Polly Shore gave him that name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, bro, <laughs> maximum grindage, very harsh. You killed a gay bro, bro, but yo, Louisa's gonna call you Skippy Critter. Yeah. Ow! Oh, man, <laughs> that was on point. That pretty goddamn good. I watched Son in Law not that long ago. I did too. Yeah. Uh, the next one. It was a pretty fucking big nationwide deal that actually culminated in our fucking state of Arkansas. You'll probably remember this when I get into it. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm starting to feel bad for the gay sex stuff because uh, this all happened at a gay bar 
And I'm really yeah, everyone that listens to this knows me. I'm not a yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, coming yeah. from a bad place. <laughs> Never. Uh one of my best friends is a, a gay black prostitute. And that sounds like it's a joke, but it's all, it's for sure not. It's it's real, man. <laughs> it's real. Uh, and he's perhaps like the funniest fucker I've ever met. Oh, dude, by and far. The most hilarious. He, he was uh he's an attorney. Yeah. Not practicing, but he graduated from Tulane University. With a fucking master's degree, uh-huh. passed the bar exam, was practicing law, got into politics, and was like working the campaign trail for fucking Mitt Romney. Yeah, and uh, just started partying hard, and it's hilarious. So he started doing comedy also, <laughs> and then when you're in a race of party versus comedy, yeah. comedy's a slow race. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Partying's fast. Yeah. It'll take a hold of you, and uh, I'm praying for him. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to my guy. Won't name him, uh, but yo, so Puzzles Lounge. <laughs> the piece has got to fit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a funny name for a gay bar, dude. I'm just going to Puzzles. <laughs> I want to see what kind of things I can jam in my piece. <laughs> uh, around midnight, February 2nd, 2006, Jacob D. Robita. Entered Puzzles Lounge, a popular gay bar in New Bedford, Massachusetts, which is like uh, close to where our guy Ryan Paca lives. Yeah, and I think that's actually the town that Paca lives in. Uh, but so this is a connection between from New Bedford, Massachusetts, to Arkansas. So see, Ryan, you could make the drive in one fucking night, my guy. Eighteen-year-old was dressed in all black. Proceeded to order a drink using a fake ID, indicating he was twenty-three. Slammed a drink, asked the bartender if the lounge was a gay bar. The bartender confirmed to Jacob, yeah, man, this is definitely a gay bar. Have you not looked around? (sighs) Uh, Ordered a second drink, and as soon as he finished that, swung the number one weapon of the Juggalo, a hatchet, at a patron's head, smashing his head in half. Didn't kill him, just injured him. Other patrons tackled him, took the fucking hatchet when Robita produced a handgun and started shooting motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Because uh, hatchet's not that practical of a weapon. No. And I don't know if you've been to a gay guy bar, but it's a lot of leather daddies around. Leather daddies. It's some big-ass dudes Yeah, they're going to fuck you up. You should not start a fight in a gay bar. Mm-mm. And they're nice. They won't rape you. Nope. They should. They sure will whoop your fucking ass. Yeah, uh, I used I to work at a gay guarantee bar. Guarantee he got stopped, dude. I used to work at a gay bar. Yeah, People well, come in and start some shit all the time. Here's the thing about straight men is that, by and large, the, the fucking disgusting species. Yeah, yeah, Most yeah. fucking dudes, once they get to a certain point in their life, completely give up on their physical well-being in lieu of more comfortable activities. Now, in my experience, again, not trying to stereotype or put anyone in a box, gay men care about themselves. Yeah, man. Which is how human beings should be. A lot more physically active. Work out all the time. Yeah. Way of, listen, and I say this all the time. It's a great point to understand if you ever think that you're tough. If you ever find yourself, if you're the type of person that has never trained to fight, but you just feel like there's something inside of you that tells you, like, yeah, dude, I could fucking kill somebody if I had to. Uh, toughness, 75% cardio. That's f- fact. 
So if you are not physically fit, you're going to get beat up. And uh, by and large, the gay community, physically fit. Man, when I worked at a gay bar, this guy came in one time, started some shit, and he got fucking knocked the fuck out by a drag queen. It was awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, drag queens can throw hands, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah. They've had to fight all the time, man. Yeah. And they're, again, always in shape. Yeah. Always in shape. Strong as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's tight. It's tight. Big old fucking arms. Yeah, well, dude, it's like... uh, Walking? Have you ever tried to walk in high heels before? Yeah, I'm not that's a, a fucking exercise, my man. Yeah, it's like you're doing a fucking calf raise for hours. Mm-hmm. So you're getting fucking swole, man. Yeah, big ass legs, powerful tree trunks. The original shape up. <laughs> yeah. So, Robita fled the scene in a green 1999 Pontiac. He was wanted by police for three counts of attempted murder. Uh, from the uh, only three people ended up injured. Like he shot two more people. Uh, I'm sorry, four people um, shot three people, hit one person with a hatchet. Everyone was injured, but no one died, which is great. And police actually treated it like a hate crime right away. So it's a big deal. Like you're going to go down like you're not only it's not like a bar fight with a weapon at this point. You know, you understand? Yeah. Like, so the, the if, if you're playing Grand Theft Auto instead of one police star, it would have been like three right away mm-hmm. looking for him. He fucking bailed. He, uh. Knows there's a manhunt going for him. Police instantly raided his fucking mother's home in New Bedford. They just saw him on the camera and knew exactly who it was. The last time she had seen him was at 1 a.m. He was bleeding from the head and ran in the house, grabbed a few things, and left. She tried to stop him. He didn't listen. They found weapons of all types. A veritable motherfucking flea market. A veritable motherfucking state fair stand. Hatchets, knives, ninja weapons, handguns, and a shotgun. And his, they also found Nazi regalia, anti-Semitic writings on the walls, which, again, my man, that is against the code of the Juggalo. You have now separated yourself from your Juggalo family. So weird. It's rap. It's rap. Yeah, and w- w- but also it, nowhere in it. They did that, like, they, again, a, yeah. a g- loving, accepting. That's like the whole fucking message is what people miss about Juggalo. As well. And the reason I keep stressing it. Because the dude was like all over his uh, social media as a avid juggalo, tons of ICP shit, um, hung out with juggalos all the time, just fucking was an, an asshole, just an asshole, just yeah. a real piece of shit that sh- shouldn't be blamed on juggalality, that more so on the way that he fucking thought in his mind. Juggalality? You like that, <laughs> you like yeah, that shit, dude? <laughs> That's a finisher. Uh, fearing that he, yeah, juggalality. <laughs> Found his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fearing he may have left Massachusetts, state police contacted the FBI, which kicked off a nationwide manhunt. Before long, flyers depicting Robita were distributed all over Massachusetts. He bailed to fucking where else would a good, good juggalo go but West Virginia, and he kidnapped Jennifer Raina Dunlap Bailey. That's four names. Uh, two less than the West Virginia state minimum. <laughs> okay. Uh, drove southwest. He got stopped in Gasville, Arkansas. Also, I wanted to say, I looked uh, up anything I could on Jennifer Renee Dunlap Bailey because I figured it, w- it was a Juggalo connection there. Yeah. Like, probably it was an online member of the Dark Carnival that he had interactions with, but I couldn't find anything. Probably, like, victim privacy shit. Well, that's good. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to, I wanted to see if there was a connection like that. So you can only assume. Stopped in Gasville, Arkansas. I have no idea where that is. I've been there. Oh, okay. 
What's there? Uh, rehab. Oh, okay. Did Not you go to rehab there? No, you my took mom did. Oh. <laughs> 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 Can't have an episode about Juggalos without fucking bringing your mom in this shit. My mom, uh, my mom doesn't know about the Dark Carnival. Yeah, I feel. I got a feeling that if she was born 10 years later... I haven't talked to her in a while. It'd be real cool to call her up and be, hey, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you've been doing these things for a while, and they probably make a little bit more sense, and I want to give you the soundtrack to them. And then she just is walking around with trip pants and chains and shit. (laughs) How cool would that be? Yeah, what if the juggalos saved your mom, dude? Hey. That's kind of what they do, my guy. They're like real Christians. <laughs> <laughs> they actually save people. <laughs> uh, Arkansas police officer James W. Sell was at the Brass Door restaurant parking lot on the afternoon of February 4th, 2006, which if you're keeping up with my terrible storyline, that's two days after the crime had happened. Uh, he was there serving a traffic violation. Shot by fucking Robita, who was just in the same parking lot. Robita fled east, turned onto Arkansas Highway 201, headed south and continued to Arcana, where he fired at Arkansas State Police Sergeant Van Nolan. Deputies from the Baxter County Sheriff's Office had a spike strip deployed a short distance away. Robita drove over the spike strip, flattening both the tires on his Pontiac. He continued to Arkansas Highway 5, which comes to us. That's where he fucked up his entire situation. Turned south, drove to the small town in Norfolk, which is fucking meth country, brother. That's where my mom lived. <laughs> That's where my brother grew up. Hilarious. But yeah, but uh, yeah, about 30 miles away from there is Mountain Home, and Mountain Home has yeah. the biggest white power rally in the United States. You think he was headed for that? He Maybe he was, man. Weird. In the middle of town, he lost control of his car due to the front tires when he ran over the goddamn spike strip. Shot a kidnapped victim in the head. Well, no, there you go. There's one. <laughs> she died instantly. Police opened fire on Robita once he fired. And didn't hit him. He shot himself in the right side of the head. And uh, they still airlifted him out and tried to keep him alive all the way to Springfield, Missouri, which was uh, over 100 miles away. Uh, He died in the hospital on February 5th, 2006. Good. You piece of shit. Fucking asshole. Pussy. What a pussy. Yeah, dude. He took the, like, just what a weird fucking road to go down. Yeah. Weird fucking road to go down. This next one, uh... Of course, no crime is good. It's all bad. But this is, uh, you know, this is a juggalo crime. Let's just face the brass tacks at this moment. Uh, both the men implicated in this are 21 years old. Neither of them named. It's actually because it's in Utah. It's some weird Utah shit mm-hmm. where uh, they don't always put the the criminal's name in the paper. Yeah. Like, the, like, you have to. I'm probably fucking this up, but I remember this from another thing. Uh, what w- the, the, the fucking murders in Salt Lake City where... The, um, that fuck, they killed that whole family in that radio shop. Remember that shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah, can't remember the You remember how, like, yeah. the, like two of their names weren't in the re- like, out, put out in the thing? Well, that same thing with weird. that fucking shit. Wasn't it Salt Lake City where the fucking, like, Earth Crisis fans yes. fucking did that shit? They kept their names out of it, too. Yeah, but they didn't keep Carl Bigner's name out of it. Nope. You know what I'm but saying? He let them know what the fuck's up. That's a fact. Man, uh... 
I really hope that my microphone wasn't just off the whole time. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I felt the switch move. I think I just moved it up and down a little bit is all. Okay. Well, Praying. Keep yourself hot. Praying, baby. Uh, <laughs> that would suck, dude. Uh, we'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Uh, fuck. The men, 21 years old, they were booked into Salt Lake County Jail for investigation of aggravated assault. They were found at the home of a 17-year-old Kearns boy about 4.30 a.m. One of the 21-year-old men was jealous of the victim text messaging a girl, according to jail documents, which, of course, would have been him confessing to it. He also believed that he contracted a sexually transmitted disease from the girl, which she, in turn, got from the victim, jail documents state. Now, of course, again, this is some real juggalo shit. What happened here? The altercation? Well, these two 21-year-olds busted in the 17-year-old kid's house. One of the guys stabbed the kid in the chest with a knife. The other man? Well, he smacked him in the back of the head with a fucking four-sided medieval battle axe. Whoa. Yeah, he didn't die. It took 320 stitches to close the wound. What the fuck, dude? A battle axe, my man. Four-sided? Yeah, yeah, I saw a picture of one. It's like, uh, all right, so let's let's think about the Insane Clown Posse hatchet. Uh-huh. It, it's curved, uh-huh. like the classic axe that you would think of. Yeah. There's a point at the top and the bottom. Okay. All right? So the battle axe is like on a stick. There's, instead of being a curve, like a, a one blade, there's one point. Then it's sharp at the top, sharp at the bottom, and then on top there's a spear. Okay. You know what type of axe I'm saying now? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like it's like some Viking looking ass shit. I got you. Like you can stab. I was thinking it had like four blades on it. No, 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 no. Uh, but one big ridiculous looking blade, and then like a spear so on the top. So you can swing of that. it at all angles. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's the whole point. Yeah. So whoopity whoop, uh, <laughs> fucking a kid, seventeen year old. I say kid. They're fucking. Uh, Gave a 21-year-old woman an STD, and then another 21-year-old man cocked that STD. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and then he hit him with a battle axe. Oh, that's not. I mean, you know. The kid got hit? Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. It's not cool. But the battle axe is cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Next one is for sure the gnarliest one of the whole thing, and the, the longest one by far. The other three... I've just been a take. I say gnarly. It's not like there was like multiple victims. It's just fucking weird as shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of those one-off murders that seem like a circumstance of so many preventable things. Uh-huh. Like, there's no like, like the murder that we just heard about. There's a motive there. Yeah, you got crabs or whatever. That sucks. You know? Yeah. This fucking kid's been banging out the girl you're banging. Now your dick itches. We got a problem. Fair enough. That's not worth killing anybody. No, with no, crabs. no, no, no. I'm not saying it's worth killing somebody. I'm yeah. just saying like, there's a cause. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause something and happened to make you want to do that. Here, you, have you ever had crabs? Yeah. You know I have. That's why you're asking. Uh, I mean, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I got crabs one time. Man, I never had them. What is, is it? Does it? It's a, a motherfucker. Like you just can't. Yeah, it's not good, dude. It's just like uh, you ever gotten chiggers? 
Yeah. It's like that, dude. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> oh, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's not good, my man. Did you shave the fucking eagle bald? Or? Yeah, I just shaved everything. Yeah, my stepdad told me, because he went to prison that's one some time. shampoo. Well, he had to go to prison. Yeah. And he had gotten crabs before he went to prison. So, sure. So whatever, he got before he, he went to prison. <laughs> yeah. yeah he was, Did he get them from your mom? No, no, no. He didn't go to prison. He he was out of prison before all that shit. But What'd he go for? Fucking some wild ass like drug shit. Yeah. And uh, he was he was in recovery. That's how he met my mom. But he fucking uh, he he told me he was boning a bunch of fucking truck prostitutes and shit. And <laughs> he knew he was gonna get fucking sentenced because there was like he had just a shitload of dope or whatever. Yeah. And they gave him like some days to get his shit in order. And he was like, "Well, I just went and started banging it out, man." And and got to prison, realized I had crabs. He said, "Man, I shaved my shit, my whole body." And he said one of the guys was picking it up, and he was going to do some kind of art with it, and then he got crabs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother, if you're not doing anything with those pubes, you mind if I <laughs> yeah. take it back and uh, put together a bracelet for my brother? Oh, excuse me. My name's, <laughs> my name's Dental Floss Ross. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, dude. Hey, hang on one second. Okay. Check, check, check. Check, check. Yeah. All right. The mic was on for sure. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, this shit's wild, dude. Uh, this is the murder of Elizabeth Olton. She was nine years old, strangled, had her throat slit by 15-year-old Alyssa Bustamante. Already we're off to a bad start. Of course, it happened in motherfucking Missouri. All you notice that the Juggalo quadrant is, like, certainly Florida on up until, like, Iowa. It's, it's a fucking Ozarks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real fucking Midwest, uh, southeastern type of fucking situation. Well, we had that one in Colorado, but that was just a fucking juggalo offshoot. There was a lot of juggalos in Colorado, though. Oh, I I believe it. Yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> we're just going to go through this whole fucking story of what happened. Because the thing the, the thing with uh, Alyssa, the murderer, is that she was juggalo and hard. Like, they, they brought up all that shit in the trial. This is another thing that happens when a murder takes place, is that people way over-examine, like, your social media and shit. It's like one of her fucking hobbies. We're we're talking about a fucking fifteen year old on a MySpace. One of her hobbies was killing people, so that you know that was presented as evidence. And it's like, Sweet. yeah, but you know, it's just some kid type and shit. And then, granted, she did kill somebody. Yeah, but it, it's all that type of satanic panic bullshit going on. Wouldn't that freak out your parents? My aunt freaked out one time because I had a collage of serial killers I made in my room. Yeah. And it was all like some death metal shit. Sure. Know, death metal, you get into some serial killer shit. But, of course. Uh, yeah. Hey, dude, that's what we I, <laughs> I had like a badass Gorgoroth poster with them holding the fucking like lamb's head. And my parents were freaked the fuck out. My aunt came in and goes, um, yeah, you got Timothy McVeigh in your fucking room on that thing. I was like, yeah, I got Jeffrey Dahmer too. She's like, that doesn't make it any fucking better. You didn't take it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is your out. Like, uh, there's a gay guy there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool, man. Uh, yeah, so basically Alyssa had a Friday off of school, uh, spent the whole day in the woods digging graves. So that just gives the planned out motive of the murder. It wasn't like some spur of the moment shit. She had been sitting around thinking about it. She had told one of her friends that testified about this shit that she wanted to kill, but she, like, again, we're talking about teenagers. Yeah. They actually tried to implicate the other girl for not saying anything. But it's like, dude, do you know how many motherfucking 12-year-olds have said, I'm going to kill somebody? Yeah. You can't act on that. Well, on top of that, people, kids are afraid of authority because they do a bunch of dumb shit all the time anyway. Sure. You know? 
fucking wouldn't talk to no goddamn cop if my friend got in trouble. Yeah, four days later, which is October 21st, 2009, nine-year-old Elizabeth Olton was walking home from her friend's house. Her friend saw her leave at 6.15 p.m., never made it home. The family called the police at 7 p.m., only 45 minutes later, because uh, Elizabeth was afraid of the dark, would have never wandered off alone, so they're freaking out. Like, the, like Elizabeth was so afraid of the dark that uh, she wouldn't go. Like, if she was invited to a sleepover, she wouldn't go to it. Yeah. Just because of the, a fucking great dread of the goddamn darkness, which is normal kid shit. I mean, you're nine, you're kind of old for that, but whatever. Um, yeah, Alyssa had been waiting outside, grabbed Elizabeth, pulled her into the woods, beat her, strangled her, then stabbed her, slit her throat. Dumped her body into one of the graves. She had dug more than one because she didn't have an exact victim that she was going to go for. Uh, put her in the grave, filled it back up. Police searched for the little girl, including where the fucking grave was. And they basically walked right over. She did a good job of covering it up. They pinged Elizabeth's cell phone because, uh, you know, every fucking nine-year-old should have a cell phone. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, that's another thing is I would never... Like, I wouldn't let my... I got a fucking nine-year-old daughter. I would not let her walk down the street no. to go to somebody's house. That's crazy as fuck. Uh, they pinged it, and it was in the woods where her body was. The phone was with her. So police searched without locating her or the phone, and uh, finally got some fucking dogs out and shit. Still looked over it. <clears throat> then they only found her because Alyssa confessed to the killing. And she had basically been talking about it, keeping a fucking diary about it. Uh, and Alyssa was uh, trouble. She had psychological problems before. She had attempted suicide five times, which again seems fucking crazy for someone who's fifteen. Like that—that's gonna. I mean, you work. That's like indicating a legitimate problem, right? Uh, yeah. It's not just your fucking run-of-the-mill cry for help. No. And she was a cutter. <clears throat> uh, and and I would say even too beyond that, she self-mutilates. Probably a big difference trying to kill yourself as to, you know, cutting your fucking wrist and shit. Yeah. Well, sometimes self-mutilation, it can be a, it can be a pleasure thing. Uh, usually if it's, if it's like that, it indicates some kind of psychopathy, um, you know, things like that. But uh, another indication of that is that they like to play with their shit when they're young kids, like picking it up and playing with it and smearing it on their body or eating it, anything like that. It's like a sure sign that they're fucking nuts, you know, so... Yeah, well, Alyssa fucking came by it, honestly. Of course, when you hear something like that, you're going to find some sad shit. She was born to a teenage mother. Uh, her mother had a criminal record, petty crimes, drug possession. She had a DUI. Alyssa's father was in prison for 10 years on an assault sentence. Everyone that knew Alyssa described her as violent, depressed, and angry. Uh, she, not, I mean, obviously, like, that's not fucking... A justifiable reason to murder a kid. But That's just think, uh, symptoms of borderline personality disorder, too. All that the trauma and the history and then the cutting and, and the depression and violence. Yeah. Yeah, and so when they took her in and they asked why she dug two graves, she was planning to murder her two younger brothers. And uh, they corroborated that because she had posted a YouTube video where she tricked her brothers into grabbing an electric fence. And filmed it and put it on YouTube and like, I guess when they grabbed the fence like right before her narration of the video, she's like, "Here's the good part: when my brothers get hurt, they brought that up in court, and uh, <coughs> basically just laying out that uh, she was going to murder someone, fucking one way or the other, which is true. I mean, that's what happened. She just took what 
was given to her. Tried as an adult. Uh, she pled not guilty to start with, which is a fucking bold move. But again, it's a kid. But you would think that the attorneys would be talking for her. Uh, while she was in custody, she hurt herself by way of cutting herself with her own fingernails. She's on suicide watch, of course, uh, exhibiting signs of severe anxiety and depression. Her lawyer filed a motion that demanded her to go to a psychiatric institution and receive treatment. Denied because they started the trial May 16, 2011. And uh, yes, try as a fucking adult. Um, she fucking pled guilty when they actually went to trial, which uh, sucks because, <clears throat> you know, when you're dealing with a kid, I mean, it doesn't suck. Like, she should not get out of trouble. It's just that when you're a fucking 15-year-old kid and they offer you a plea deal, like, you don't know well enough to take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so she she goes on trial as an adult when she's 18, and she went back through her whole shitty life. She um, told the whole courtroom on the stand about how she cut Elizabeth's throat, strangled her with her bare hands after that. The defense offered up that she had done all this shit because she was on Prozac uh, that they gave her in 2007 after a suicide attempt. She had just started an increased dose, which basically drove her to doing that or a suicide attempt, which probably partially true. She just had the thoughts and acted on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, And then damning to her, just like the lyrics we were talking about earlier, but not near as hilarious, is uh, she wrote in her diary, I strangled them. Slit their throat, stabbed them, and now they're dead. I don't know how to feel at the moment. And then the next entry was, it was amazing. As soon as you get over the, oh my God, I can't do this feeling, it's pretty enjoyable. I'm kind of nervous and shaky though right now. Okay, gotta go to church, LOL. <coughs> um, and you know, she goes on trial three days later, so 15 to 18, you're an entirely different person. Yeah. And uh, she said she if she could bring her back to life, she would. Um, she felt sorry for what she did. She got life in prison with the possibility of fucking parole. Oh man, I fucked something up so bad in this by just mixing my papers up. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. We'll go back to it. Uh, but yeah, so she got life with the possibility of parole. And I was reading some, and this was 2012 when I was looking through this. I didn't like. I was reading around. Uh, she fucking sued. The, I'm not 100% sure I'm, look, look for, number one, don't ever take us as a credible news source. Yeah. But I read several things on this because, again, so the small town that it happened in, a big-ass deal. So there's a thousand motherfucking articles on it. Yeah. It looked to me like she won a $5 million settlement against the fucking, uh, one of her friends that was saying, the one that was saying that she... Um, said that she wanted to kill somebody. Yeah. Like, apparently had proof that that did not happen. Huh. And that's, like, one of the reasons why she got in, in, in extra trouble. And, uh, like, is going to be up for parole pretty soon and shit. Oh, fuck. I don't know, man. I mean, that journal entry, you know? Yeah, but, dude, I mean, the way I look at it is like this. Like, did, um, did something fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, undescribably bad. However, we're talking about 15-year-old. Terrible life, terrible circumstances. Can you make a mistake like that and come back from it? In my mind, yes. 
Yeah. Because you, you're, uh, th- again, th- like, this was not a sexual act. Uh, no. There was no deviancy. No, like... In my in my brain, when you're 15 and you do some crazy shit, like me, I had all types of crazy shit when I was 15. Oh, yeah, me you too. You grow out of that. And I'm not saying that murder is a forgivable grow out of offense, but I am saying that if she's like 25, 26 years old and been in prison the whole time, I mean, is she a fucking angel now? Probably not, because prison is not going to make you a good person. No. But at the same time, a completely different person? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean... You know, well, twenty five is whenever your uh, your your brain fully develops. Like right. you've made that decision of like this is who I am. You know, it's not going to change. Yeah, that's like how the whole thing with uh, uh, pedophiles is. Usually, they can go to enough therapy, and and if they want to change before they're that age, it's it is a possibility that they can. But once they hit that twenty five mark, they've you know, it's com- they're committed. Yeah, you know, so yeah, it's like smoking, drinking, any of that shit. Yeah, if yeah. you don't start it before you're like eighteen, nineteen, you're good. Yeah, I'm making your mind up about it. But yo, um, small bloop. I knew there was something hilarious I was skipping over, but it's all right. We can go back to it. we'll go back to the fucking the battle axe murder. Okay, because uh, hilarious circumstance. This is a fun thing to finish the show off on anyway. <coughs> so they they did the murder. We know about that. We know how they got in trouble, but we don't know how they got caught. Okay. One of the killers dropped his juggalo chain <laughs> at the scene of the murder. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Which is the iconic hatchet man. We all know what it looks like. You're thinking about it right now in your head. It's like a running thick stick figure with a fucking ponytail or not a ponytail, depending on if you're male or female. Like the fucking spiked up. Kind of like how my hair is right now. It's all spiked up. Yeah. And a fucking uh, cleaver in its hand. Yeah. Found that chain. While they're cleaning up the fucking crime scene, they notice a car slowly driving by with a giant hatchet man sticker on the window. Oh, my. And the detective thinks, wow, should I perhaps investigate? Does. Sees the blood. uh, Pulls the guy out of the car. The second attacker... Linked to the crime because his wallet was inside of the car. So I'm not going to say that all juggalos are dumb as shit. However, those <laughs> those are retard retards. <laughs> yeah, man, we've really blown the fucking political spectrum on this episode of DMD. Yeah. Uh, yo, <laughs> that's it, man. That's the juggalo murders I got. Yeah. The, we just decided to go with the fucking Insane Clown Posse discography. Yeah, just pick one. Pick one. Whatever you like. I especially like the Insane Clown Posse song, Miracles. Yeah. Uh, there's several hilarious lyrics in it where he's like uh, talking about the wonders of the universe. One uh, one I love, he's like, and all the shit chilling underwater, please. Damn. And they're just describing different things that have blown their mind. That could not be a creation of the earth. There's obviously like a higher power that made all this shit happen. Yeah. You know, it's a miracle. And one of the lyrics about miracles is like, uh, I seen a pelican in Frisco Bay. He tried to eat my cell phone. He ran away. Yeah. And then the best line from the song is, I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lie and are getting me pissed. Yeah. 
That's tight. That's pretty tight. <laughs> like I said, it's like Christians, but it works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Science, fuck you. Yeah. Magic. Fuck <laughs> Magic. Alchemy. <laughs> sex. Yeah. Clown makeup. Set clown sex. Soda pops. I've uh, surprisingly Tits. never copulated with a juggalette. That's good. I haven't either. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's good. I'm trying to think it of that. Cool. I'm going to go back. I got to think if I've ever fucked a juggler. Yeah, juggalette. I, I would figure that I would have. Me too, man. I'm just trying to think. I'm definitely. <laughs> that's a gross fucking. So. <laughs> it sounded like that fucking fart was sucking, man. <laughs> it smells like corn, dude. Yeah. The corn on the cob. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's like, like no butter, but it's like boiling right now. Yeah. You getting that? <laughs> Poor Mike, man. <laughs> Yo, uh, that's been a fucking fun episode, right? Yeah, it was a good, man. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, like, this is a car podcast. We're just sitting in Buddy's in-laws car, like we told you earlier. We'll be back full studio, fucking five-minute record reviews, and all of our shout-outs and shit. Full glory next week. This is that low-budget shit. Yeah. This is that dedication, not missing a week and making it happen yeah. type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's been a busy goddamn week, so. Yeah, you went to yeah. Metallica. Dude. I don't say, I can't do, I don't, like, extracurricular yeah. activities for me on a weeknight, bitch. Forget about that. I got paid. That's tight, dude. Yeah. If I, dude, I you should have got, you should have got paid more. I mean, you're a fucking hero, man. Like, not just for that. Well, just I mean, like the job you do and it shit. It wasn't even that. I would have taken that kid regardless. I fucking know, man. Like, you know, I know. I'm just saying. It's just, there should know. be a parade in your honor. He had a rough fucking, uh, man, I, uh, he's still got a rough life. But, you know, just trying to make it happen. Yeah, he was a little fucking bright patch. Yeah, I was on the that's goddamn, what you care about. I was on the goddamn fucking... news, too, last week. Oh, yeah, I forgot about and that. And I had to do a speech the day before that. Yeah, yo, you are fucking out there. I cried in front of like 100 people. You cried? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was about to start bawling, man. It was fucking me up. But. Well, you went in drunk, let's be honest. No, I wasn't drunk yet. Oh. I got right. drunk, though. Yeah, you did. I got drunk before I got up there. Yeah. Well, you made one. You were, I saw you make a post. You're like, I'm not much of a cry. Like, dude, you cry often. Yeah, man, I do, man. You do cry a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an emotional. I'm an emotional <laughs> bitch. But yo, yeah, uh, no, that's fine. I'm not shitting on you. Yeah, no, nah, it, it's really kids. Kids fuck me up. Man. Yeah, that's well, dude, it it's fucking you. Like, like, uh, like I was saying, is that 99 percent of people, if definitely including me, could not handle the mental pressure of what you're doing, and uh, you're fucking also like insane too. So, however you do it, man, good on yeah. you for doing it. Um, keep, fucking keep it up, but. What else was I gonna say? Yeah, if you're if you're around Arkansas and you want to come see me and old fucking JT Scooter Whistle, that's gonna be <laughs> Saturday night at the Low Key Arts in uh, Hot Springs. That just gives you one day notice, but whatever, bitch. You fucking know you listen to this the day of. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get off and come. I to see that. the numbers. I'm um, on off. Also, if you're around this dumbass state, which I know fucking 98 percent of you aren't, but uh, you know if you want to make a road trip, we'll always accommodate that. Yeah, uh, Sean Patton, very funny human being. It's going to be at uh, Vino's in Little Rock, Arkansas, February 9th, Saturday night. I think it's the 8th. But no, it's the 9th. 8 p.m. That's my birthday. Oh, hell yeah. You yeah. should go, dipshit. I'll see what's up. Get you loose. Uh, yeah, that'll be cool, man. And uh, that's pretty much all I got. I'm trying. I'm just trying to find a way to uh, like, like calm down mentally uh-huh. and uh focus on doing the podcast really more than anything else 
uh, just got, got, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just too much to sidetrack me. Yeah, all the time. Like Juggalo porn. Yeah, Juggalo porn, dude. And uh, that's got to be real. Just like, yeah, it definitely is. I'm gonna watch for some. sure. I'm gonna watch some. All right. Um, it's probably fake Juggalos though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Juggalo for pay. Yeah, pro, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I would think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yo, but that's for me. Uh, shout out to my guy, Andy Campbell. Uh, just been helping us out with research all along. He's working on Ted Bundy with me right now. Very tight. Very helpful. Uh, all the fucking patrons, especially the fucking big dog executive producer, fucking backers that we have. As mentioned, Ryan Parker, New Bedford, Massachusetts. Matt Mess, he's from fucking Massachusetts too. No, he's and from his Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. It's all there. Yeah, it's the same. It's all the same fucking area. That's where they got the chowders. Yeah, you got your you got your fucking uh, clams there. Your lobsters. Yeah. Yeah, fucking uh, oh, that's the best food area. Yeah. The Northeast. I love a lobster roll, man. Yeah, this I like Italian food, man, because uh, I'm normally not on that on that carbs heavily. Yeah. And plus, like, dude, all the fucking pasta and shit, like, I'm a good cook, but I can't make handmade pasta. I mean, I could, bitch, but, I mean, we're talking hours of process. Yeah. And I just don't have a life that gives me fucking time to do shit like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, if I can go and just get good-ass handmade pasta with fucking scratch-made sauces and shit like that. Yeah. Goddamn, I'm fucking living. Yeah. I love seafood too. Yeah, put some fucking lobster on top of that shit. I love seafood. I'm nut. Um, yeah, man. I'll, fucking New Year. I hope everybody is. Uh, we're not resolution type of people, but I hope that you are just doing the most positive things you can for yourself. It doesn't have to be positive to anybody else but you. But I hope that everyone out there is always at least trying to make small changes to improve because. If you ever get happy with where you're at, that's good. That's a great feeling. But if you if you don't want everyone to get comfortable and complacent, because whatever it is that's making you happy, whatever you're doing that brings you joy, there's another level to that that with just a little bit of extra work you can unlock. And uh, it drives me fucking insane. I'm no fucking mess most of the time because I just fucking continue to dissect everything I fucking do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think if you fucking slow down and get to a comfortable point. I mean, if I listened to an old episode of this podcast, I would be disgusted. Yeah. So, you know, you just always got to continually perfect yourself is how I look at it in anything you do. So I just hope everyone out there has got something in their mind, not a goal or a fucking million dollar idea but something that makes you feel good i hope you're fucking chipping away at that out there yeah and and uh well i'm not gonna say if we but if i and probably chris do if we could help you out we are willing to do that sometimes yeah well be forewarned is that i got all of my social media messages on mute okay like uh, i keep that shit on mute because i get blown up yeah probably more than you or maybe not uh i feel bad for you if not but no, but I, I, I get blown up. But I, <laughs> that's man. good. I mean, I like it and shit. It's just uh, I almost I check it. All I'm saying is there's just not like every day and shit. Yeah, because uh, I do want to talk to everybody, and uh, I mean I really do. I honestly do, and I will for sure. If you ever want to fucking get a hold of me, I'll definitely talk to you. Um, 
it's just I got so much other shit going on. Yeah. I'll sit there and do that all day. Oh, yeah. We get bombarded. I just got yeah. to pick my times. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. But, yeah, yo, um, you know, we didn't plug anything on top of the podcast. But, as, you know, if you want to fucking, if you like this shit, that's awesome. Thank you just for listening. When I, I mean, I'm always at the frame of mind. We're fucking running long here. It's the end. You could turn it off if you want to. But I'm always at the frame of mind where, uh, like, I see numbers. And it's a lot of people that listen. And uh, there's a lot of people that get a lot more. You know, you're fucking Joe Rogan's and last podcast and shit like that. But uh, at the end of the day, for me, it's like each one of those is a fucking person who's listening to us. And uh, that shit's tight, dude. Like, I appreciate every ear that gets a uh, fucking these words in their in their in there. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for doing that. That's enough. If you've done that. If you listen to this far, you're fucking awesome. Um, but if you if you want to fucking do a little something something for the kids, just fucking f- fuck with us on social media. That's cool. Yeah. We got Instagram. We got a fun ass Facebook group where all the fucking coolest memes get posted at. Yep. We fucking circle back the best parts of the internet to one convenient place. Uh, <coughs> you can just look up the Death Metal Dicks page on Facebook, like it, and the group's attached to it. Join it. It's closed, so we don't get spammed. We'll add you right away. Don't feel nervous about it. You don't yeah. have to answer the questions. It's just to keep robots out. Uh, and then, you know, Instagram, it was tight for us. And, of course, YouTube, man. We're, we're working on good content for YouTube. Um, Mark's really fucking stepped up and got good production going on. Yeah. And uh, we'll be doing more of those fucking five-minute review videos if you want us to re- review anything. We wrote down all the ones that people sent in. I know you have. And we'll get to all of them. Uh, until we get the fucking like, uh, you know, t- until it gets out of hand, but we, you know, yeah, fucking review whatever. If it's your friend's band, we'll fucking do it. You know, hit us up. Uh, fuck yeah, that's all I can think of, man. Yeah, man. Like you said, you know, on social media, all you gotta do is just type it in, go to the page, and hit like. Yeah, and it helps us out. The more people we got following us, it helps us out with other shit. Well, not only does it help us out, it's like uh, we we fucking like buddy's been making funny ass fucking memes every day. Yeah. So you get a little fucking pick me up along the way too. Well, yeah, yeah, but I just you know I want everybody to have fun. That's really what I want. Yes, I'm saying that they so. they get to pick me up. Yeah. They get to have fun. Yeah, like they, you're making funny memes. You can't spell for shit. That's funny. Yeah, I'm you retarded, get, you man. Get, let's play a game called Pick Out Blaze Typos. Yeah, I mean you could do it. Pretty easy. <laughs> hey, my fucking uh, eighth grade English teacher sent me a message the other day. She said I was cleaning out my desk. I shot myself in the face. <laughs> she was like, and I found this fucking uh, thing you wrote, and it was pretty goddamn funny. And she sent me a picture of it. It was like about work and fucking school. Yeah, and just like how bad it sucks, dick. And I'm like, fuck, I'm 30 now, and I still feel that way. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Uh, all right, guys, we love you. We'll see you on the fucking. Next episode. Ted Bunny, that's going to be wild shit. Yep. Working hard on it. We're going to have fun. Hail Satan. Hail my ass.